0: The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact dependent and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. Hey, what's happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of CPA Reviewed, the official podcast of Another71.com. As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas, much to the chagrin of a few. Happy Tuesday to you. Today is Tuesday, May 19th, 2015. All right, on today's show, we are going to cover some CPA exam news and, as well, and get into some questions that people have. Starting with the news, So, recently the AICPA released the AICPA released questions, and basically what that means is every year they come out with the CPA exam questions that they release to the providers, the CPA review providers, and then they can do with them what they may, they go into the software, and so basically the questions come out just in question form and they just have a letter answer with no written explanation, so then everyone rushes around to answer the questions, or rather to write the answer explanations. So the ninjas are on that right now, and they will soon be in Ninja MCQ, but in the meantime, I wanted everyone to have the AICPA release questions, at least the people who are ninjas and and subscribe to Ninja MCQ, so if you want the 2015 AICPA release questions, and you're a Ninja, if you're not a Ninja, you can become one for $47, and you can log into ninjacpareview.com, and so if you have a FAR subscription, an active FAR subscription, you can log in there, and you can download the 2015 AICPA released questions. So, there's that score release. We had a score release on May 5th, and it, Came out as expected. For some reason, NASBA insists on releasing it at like 1 a.m. central or yeah, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. central of the target day. I have no idea why they don't just release it the day before or whatever. <laughs> they don't ask me what I think about it. Even though I think it's abundantly clear what I think about it if you follow me on Twitter. And The next score release is May 27th. So, for all of you who, because none of you are accounting professionals and you have nothing better to do, like sleep, than to wait, than to stay up till 2 a.m. Eastern, waiting for your CPA exam score, Um, May 27th is the next day. Finally, The Elijah Watt Sells Award winners, the 2014 list, recently came out and there were several people that used Ninja products who also won the Elijah Watt Sells Award, which is pretty cool for a small operation like Ninja CPA Review, and so that was cool. Two of the people who wrote, or who won the Elijah Watt Sells Award wrote two articles on their exam experience and study tips. So you can go to another71.com. And if it's not on the front page, if it's been bumped off, you can go all the way down to the bottom and you will see the links there. CPA exam study tips from two Elijah Watt cells Award winners. So to win that award, you have to pass it the first time and you have to average a 95. Alright, moving on to the podcast questions. If you want your question answered, go to another71.com forward slash ask Jeff or click in, go to another71.com, click in the upper right hand corner and you can send me a question and hopefully I will answer it. Hopefully I will do a podcast more than every two months. So I kind of had to have an excuse. We recently had another baby and. For those of you who know anything about my family history, we drive a 15-passenger van. So <laughs> it's not full of 13 kids yet, but we we do have a 15-passenger van. So you know that you have a large family when it won't fit in an excursion or an expedition. Uh, so okay, first up, both Rob and Evan have similar questions, so I lumped them together. Rob writes in: "Hi, I'm scheduled to take." Regulation in the beginning of July, and I am interested in purchasing NINJA material. However, it looks like the NINJA Ninja material for REG is for tax law that's tested until June 30th. Does this mean that NINJA materials purchased now would not encompass subject matter that will appear July 15th and going forward? And Evan has a similar question. Hi Jeff, when will the REG, NINJA MCQs, and Blitz be updated for the July exam? Basically, I'm working on the July updates right now, and they should be out sometime in June, probably late June, but that shouldn't be a huge deal. The regulation exam is surprisingly conceptual, and so because the the AICPA does not want to update their questions, like their thousands and thousands of questions that that they have loaded for, for regulation, If Congress, just on a whim, updates some threshold, some random threshold, or some phase-out, or some deduction amount, then they have to go in and update all of those questions, and vet them, and test them. So, there are a few bread and butter phase-outs and deductions. Basically, I scored a 92 on regulation, walking into my exam, knowing the deduction and phase-out for section 179. Now that's not exam disclosure, because I'm telling you what I walked in and had memorized, so obviously I did fine. Uh, So I guess to follow up and answer your question even more thoroughly, all of the NINJA materials will be updated as of late June, and one of the benefits of being a NINJA is that you get free updates until you pass. Rana writes in, can you please give me advice on how to pass this section? (laughs) You would think that I would write down or that I would figure out what section it was before I copied the question. Okay, we will read further. The first time I didn't study too well and got a 57. Second time I got a 67 uh, with MCQs weaker and Sims comparable. Third time I got a 70 with MCQ comparable and Sims weaker. This time around I got comparable or stronger in all my subjects, except law, it must be regulation, which was weaker. And the advice to get me to that 75. So taking regulation three times, got a 57, 67, and a 70. Well, basically you are you're 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 doing well in probably about half of the regulation section. So off the top of my head, the, the regulation CSO has maybe like six six topics, something like that, and you were doing well, maybe three of them, and okay in the other three, which is why you scored a 70, so it's not like you scored a 30 or something like that. A 70 means you're, you are on the right track, but you need to really study on several sections. So, of course, you already know that, so, practically speaking, how do you do that? Well, basically do everything that you have done to get the 70, okay, so everything up to, up to that point. So, don't don't think that you are just a few points away from passing so you go back and do a bunch of agency law questions or something, no. You have to go back and do everything that you've already done and then build from that. So go back and study what you have already studied, and do it again. If you if you are watching videos, take notes. If you are reading the Ninja book, read it again and take notes. But then I would dump. I would jump into Ninja MCQ, and I would. I mean, you don't want to take it. So this is your fourth time. You don't. You do not want to take it a fifth time. So I would give yourself enough time. And if you are if you are trending in the mid eighties and you hit the review phase on Ninja MCQ, you're basically ready for the exam. I mean, statistically, 85 to 90% of the people who hit the mid-80s on Ninja MCQ and hit the review phase, they go on to pass their exams. So, I, I guess to recap, you are going to have to study a lot more and study everything that you've, restudy everything and then I'm sure that you know what, what your weak areas are, and so really hit those hard, but then also uh, jump into Ninja MCQ and just let the software do, do the work, and don't go take your exam until you're, until you're trending in in the mid-80s and have done, if not all, most of the questions. Why, writes in, I have questions about the Ninja framework. I don't know if I understand it correctly. What I understand is that I must watch all of the videos, but do I take notes while watching it? Yes, take notes while watching your videos. Or should I watch them all and then take notes with the book? No. You should watch the videos because the whole point of the of the videos is the instructor in theory takes what's in the book and puts it in English. So and into easily easily understandable terms and so that you can you can digest the information because you can open up a section on on tax law and just stare at it and it's it's extremely boring. It's the instructor's job to explain it in a way that's meaningful for the CPA exam. So in theory you shouldn't have to read your book. And so watch your videos, take notes and follow the follow the NINJA framework. You can get the NINJA framework, go to another71.com, and click in the right sidebar, you will see the free notes and everything in the study planner. It comes with the NINJA study framework. Shell says, hi Jeff, what advice would you give to me as I've been out of school for over 15 years? I have a bachelor degree in accounting earned 15 years ago. So Shell, we are about the same age. We are both very young, right? I'm a mom with a five-year-old and a 13-year-old. I currently work full-time with a group of CPAs and my managers are encouraging me to pursue the exam. Where do I begin? Do I take a refresher college course or can I just study the CPA review courses right away? I recently, recently ordered my transcripts and they'll send, and they will send them to the Board of Accountancy so they can let me know what other courses do I need to take to qualify to sit for the exam? Uh, your last question first. I don't know what question, what, what courses you need to take to qualify for the exam. That's between you and NASBA and the Board of Accountancy. Only they can help you with that. But someone who is started studying for the CPA exam today, it really doesn't matter if you have an accounting degree. Well, I guess basically, if you are going to take the CPA exam from an educational requirement standpoint, you already have the what amounts to basically a bachelor's degree in accounting based on the requirements that they have for the, for the certain courses that you have to take. It basically amounts to a, a bachelor's degree in accounting. And so you have that accounting background. You work for a CPA firm. I would not take a, a, a refresher course. I would jump into your CPA review materials i said this before, and I've, <laughs> I've had other CPA review instructors who apparently listen to the podcast <laughs> scoff at this, but I have said, if you, know the, if you know the difference between a debit and a credit, you can pass the CPA exam, because it's the CPA review course's job to teach you the material, and I've gotten some, some, some uh, nasty looks, so to speak. Uh, I'm not sure if you can send a nasty look through email, but uh, anyway, I've been I've been mocked in the community for saying that. Well, because it, it puts it puts the pressure on the on the review course. But uh, if if you know what a <clears throat> what a the difference between a debit and a credit are, and if you can read your CPA review book and if you can watch your videos and take notes, the the exam tests accounting knowledge accounting information in a vacuum and so you study what's on the exam and this helps <laughs> you study what's on the exam and that's it and, and basically you understand the information i mean in theory in theory the cpa exam should test real world application and that's true and that's true to some degree but Sometimes people who people who are auditors they struggle with auditing because auditing and attestation is an academic exam. It's it's auditing in a vacuum within the confines of the CPA exam walls. It's not so they think on the exam. Well, this is what we do in our firm. This is what we always. I mean, and it's not it's not like a departure from from gas or something, but it's just some little way that they do it at their firm that might not necessarily be exactly on the CPA exam. And so they, so full-time auditors sometimes struggle with the CPA exam. So all of that to say, you, Shell, can buy your CPA review course and study really, really hard and pass. You do not need to go back and take some intermediate accounting course. If, if it would add to your comfort level, buy, an, in, buy an, an intermediate accounting book off of like Amazon and go through that. Miranda writes in, I have come across your site and products while trying to figure out which CPA study materials I would like to purchase. I downloaded and reviewed the sample products that you have available on your site and like what I see. Thank you. I also read through the CPA Exam Survival Guide, which I found to be quite helpful. However, I am still stumped as to how to approach studying or purchasing materials. I actually like the NINJA model that you have developed, but I'm slightly confused, so here are my questions. And there are three of them. Should I or do I need to purchase a separate program in addition to the NINJA program? No you don't. With the addition of the NINJA book and NINJA MCQ, the NINJA 10 Point Combo is a standalone study solution. You can also use it as it's, it's, it's mobile enough, it's flexible enough to use as a, as a supplement as well. Do I need to purchase just videos from another company and then supplement with Ninja products? If you think about what a company does with their videos, they take their book, open it up, and tell you what's in it. And why do they need to do that? It's because the book is complicated, it's, it's written, and basically they just barfed out tax law and a bunch of FASBs, so they weed through that and tell you what it actually means. So what if you had a book, that actually wasn't tax law and Fasby's barfed onto a page. Well, that's what the Ninja book is, so you don't need videos. In this survival guide, it mentioned to nail the videos. Is this refer is this referring to the ninja audio files or by purchasing another set of videos? So prior to the, the Ninja book, I didn't have any videos, or I didn't really have a comprehensive course. So Ninja was strictly supple- supplemental. And so it's, it is referring to, if you have a big, expensive review course, and then you buy Ninja, watch your videos first, watch your expensive videos first, and so that is nail the videos. I've since revised that because I have the Ninja book, and so with the, with the Ninja book, you nail the concepts, because there are no videos, because you don't need videos. Nail the concepts, read the Ninja book, take notes. So, thank you, Miranda. I hope that is helpful to you. Okay, another question. Hi, Jeff. Do you have a sample of what Ninja MCQ is like? Is it online, a PDF, etc.? Also, approximately how many questions are there? Ninja MCQ is one hundred percent online, and it uses adaptive learning, and and it has and so what does that mean? It it means that. It has an algorithm that figures out what you know and what you don't, and so it's all online. So you have to have an active internet connection to use it. It is tablet friendly. I don't advertise it as mobile phone friendly, although there are some tweaks to use it on your mobile phone. But it it is iPad and tablet friendly. You do have to have an active internet connection. Currently, there are over 6,400 AICPA released questions and. Uh, over 250 simulations. Bur- <clears throat> don't you hate it when your voice cracks? <laughs> and you don't feel like editing that out? Alright, just pretend that that didn't happen. Verinder writes in, can you please send the 2015 uh, auditing AICPA release questions? I'm unable to find them on your website. Go to ninjacpareview.com, log in, and it's right there. It's in the link, it's a PDF. Max says, I just finished my BS in accounting here in in Massachusetts. I'm brand new to the CPA review courses. I've never purchased any review course and, and I need to take my CPA test. Today I don't have any money to purchase the whole package as I am looking for a job. What would you do if you were in my shoes? Well, I... I mean, obviously, taking the CPA exam is expensive. Just just to sit for an exam is like 250 $300 a section. And then the review courses range from like Ninja, clear up to like $3,300, $3,500, whatever it is. And so, at a bare minimum, so I guess you have two options. Number one, save up your money and wait. Number two, just cash flow it, and so you're going to need a minimum of $250, $300 just to pay for your first section. That's assuming that you have your transcripts approved and everything. And so at a bare minimum, what should you study? I would say Ninja MCQ and Ninja Book. At a at bare minimum. Everything else is supplementary, and you know Ninja Notes, Ninja Audio, those, are, those enable you to study when you couldn't otherwise study, like in your car or at your desk or on your iPad or whatever, but just your core materials, you want Ninja Book and Ninja MCQ. So those combined together are like $140 or something like that. So you're looking at a minimum of maybe $440 per section by the time you add the Ninja materials plus plus the exam fee, so I would either wait or save up that much, and then get started in, so take an exam every three months, and save $110, $150 a month, somewhere around there. Matt writes in, I took regulation once and failed and was in need of supplementary material. I purchased the ten-point combo. Will I be receiving hard copies of the materials in the mail? Also, do you have a recommended study approach as to how many multiple-choice questions or sims should be tacked on in a given day versus how much reading of the textbook or listening listening to the audio should I do? I'll be taking regulation again in July. Uh, as of right now, the the ninja materials are one hundred percent digital downloads, so it's a it's a PD, they're, they're PDFs, they're MP3s that come right to your inbox as soon as you as soon as you order and then you can obviously print them out if you want to I am contemplating making physical products that will get shipped as well that's that's still far on the horizon but that's something that I'm that I'm considering um, people people just I guess like like the the digital products I get like no Hardly any complaints about only sell, only selling digital products, so people are just used to reading books and everything on their on their tablets or or as a PDF on their on their desktop. So it's just not a big deal anymore. And then, so if you follow the the Ninja Framework, you would get through the book first. So you would get completely through the book and take notes, and then you would jump into the MCQ, the the audio. I would listen to the audio whenever you can. So if you have a commute, if you ride the train, if you drive or whatever, if you go to the gym, I would listen to the audio whenever you can. I'm a huge fan of of audiobooks. Whenever I'm in my my truck, I listen to whatever business book I happen to be listening to at the time. Or a lot of business podcasts. And while you're taking the CPA exam, you shouldn't listen to those. You should be studying at every opportunity. So listen to to the Ninja Audio whenever you can. If you're if you're at a desktop or can can read your book or something or do multiple choice questions, don't listen to the to the Ninja Audio. Save that for when you couldn't otherwise study. Steve writes in, I'm about to take my about to start my CPA exam journey in California. I'm looking for study materials to take the CPA exam. From the looks of it the reputation of Ninja is primarily as a supplement to another primary review course, but, f- what, but from what I understand, this is before you introduce the Ninja book and other resources. I'm trying to save money for my study material, so Ninja is the most bang for my buck. This probably sounds like I stacked these as marketing. <laughs> Questions I didn't. I promise. I'm trying to save money. Uh, but I want to make sure I'm prepared for the exams. Do you recommend using Ninja by itself to pass the exams, using the 10-point combo, or should I stick to supplementing? Yes, because uh, I will put the Ninja book up against any other review course's book and not even think twice about it. And I spent over a year developing the the Ninja book and and making it making it just just like I want it. So I would not. Uh, hesitate to use the the Ninja book uh, solely for your exam. Uh, the 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 Ninja book is just as good, and I and I think it's better than any other re- review course book out there. So it is comprehensive, and and so then it comes with with with, with Ninja MCQ or the ten point comes with with Ninja MCQ. Yeah, you can charge ahead using uh, using only Ninja for your review course. Allison writes in, in Ninja MCQ, what is the review stage and how do I get to it? I have answered all of the questions correctly once. Is there a review phase? Thanks. Well, Allison, in theory, the so you have your assessment phase, your adaptive learning phase, and then your review phase. And so the assessment phase is the first 35% of the of the material and that's the software figuring out what you know and what you don't. Then you move into adaptive learning, and you stay in adaptive learning until you've answered all of the questions correctly at least once, which moves you into the review phase. If you are trending in the mid-80s and you hit the review phase, you stand like an 85 to 90% chance of passing, statistically, based on the the surveys from thousands of candidates. So, it sounds like that you should be in the review phase. You can shoot me an email. I'm not quite sure um, exactly what's going on there. But, in theory, once you hit, once you have answered all of the questions correctly, at least once, it moves you into the review phase. But, again, you can email me. We can figure out what's going on um, with your your software. Gloria says, I want to know what course do I need to buy to study for the CPA exam. Do I need Becker or Ninja or both? (laughs) Tell me which one you recommend. Well, uh, Gloria, I'm extremely biased in that I recommend Ninja, obviously because I sell it. But, uh, from a more objective standpoint, whatever review course you are going to purchase, figure out does it match your learning style? Does it match your budget? If you only have a couple hundred dollars to spend per exam section, then Ninja is probably a pretty good option. <laughs> uh, but whatever review course that you look at, does it match your learning style? Does it match your budget? What's the fine print? How much are updates? Are there access limitations? Can you log in from three IPs and you're locked out? You get. You get to watch it for six months or eighteen months or a year. Figure out what the fine print is. Figure out what what the return policy is. A lot of companies don't have a, a very favorable return policy. So if you buy it, you're like, I don't like this. Can I please ship it back to you, and and pay the shipping and return? A lot, several companies will be like, eh. so, um, and. And so, a lot of companies don't even let you test drive the material. If you spend thousands of dollars and, and then you're stuck with it, if that's the case, you need buyer beware. You need to know that. And if you if you buy a course with that return policy, and then you don't like it, then that's your fault. So figure out what. Figure out does it match your learning style? Does it match your budget? Uh, Do you like the instructor's mannerisms? If you're listening to this podcast and you don't like the sound of my voice, (laughs) you probably won't like the Ninja audio. So, I hope that's helpful. Brian writes in, Jeff, great site. I have decided to get back into the swing and study for the CPA exam after a 25 year hiatus. I'm a corporate tax manager, but I'm really weak in accounting. Should I start? on what I'm strongest at, which is regulation, or worse, which should be FAR, with the 18-month window looming. Brian, I am a big fan of taking FAR first. Regardless of what your strongest section is, my recommendation is to start with FAR first. And um, for a lot of people who struggle, they struggle with FAR. Uh, FAR or, or, I think BEC had the highest pass rate, but if you read in the forum, people who gripe about BEC, or people who gripe about a particular section, it's usually FAR, but that's that's what everyone hates, but BEC, people hate BEC, and uh, so, but I would take FAR first. I would just jump in to your review course. Jumping over on Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash another71, I think we have like, 38,000 likes on there, or something like that. Anyway, uh, thank you for everyone who have liked my Facebook page. The coolest thing about the Facebook page is is that um, when, when updates go out, or news, or one of the ninja bloggers posts a pretty cool study update, it appears in your timeline. And so, if it interests you, you can click it. If something happens, like like scores came out like five days early, which will never happen, but if that happened, I'm posting it to Facebook, and if you don't regularly go to, to the another71.com forum, first of all, shame on you for not regularly going to the another71.com forum, but secondly, how are you going to know? Because I probably won't email it out, just because I try not to annoy people too much with email. So, uh, that's a, long-winded way of saying you should like another71.com on Facebook. So, uh, Ansa writes, do you have any advice for eligible undergraduate students who want to take some parts of the CPA exam during their school year? Uh, I am a big proponent of not taking, not studying for any of the CPA exam sections until you are eight weeks out from your first section. So. School's done, you, I mean if you can handle studying for finals plus FAR or something like that, more power to you, that doesn't sound very fun. Uh, because enjoy your graduation and then jump in too far. And I wouldn't spend more than eight weeks studying and if you read the CPA Exam Survival Guide, you'll figure out why. And it's free on another71.com and you'll see the link in the right sidebar. and. Uh, so I would I would not study while you were studying for finals. I would start studying once you are ready to take the, take your first section in eight weeks. Josh, also on Facebook, says the, ninja, the reg audio was great. Thank you, Josh. I'm ready to buy FAR and the rest. Should I wait to buy them or will the ninja deal master make a deal down the line? I'm holding back out of fear for getting burned maybe a MCQ audio combo. Josh, I, I do not have any plans to have any sort of a, any, any deal that will give you buyer's remorse, but you can always use the coupon code HAYA, H-I-Y-A, and save 15%. So usually what I do, uh, I really only do one ninja sale a year, and that's just because no one likes to buy something and then find out three weeks later that it's on sale or something like that. So what I do is I normally do a a Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale, a a 10-point combo BOGO, and I usually grandfather in people who have bought a combo, or bought a 10-point combo within the last 30 days. So, just to be fair to everyone. So anyway, don't worry about any sort of buyer's remorse. You should just buy it now. Alright, everyone, well, hey, that was, I'm not sure how quick that was, yeah, it's 35 minutes. So, uh, I hope this has been helpful. If you liked it, shoot me an email, jeff at another71.com, and let me know that you actually listened to the podcast. And go to, uh, send me your questions, go to another71.com, click in the upper right-hand corner, click Ask Jeff, how many did I get to today? I got two. I got to 13, that's not bad or actually, yeah, 15, including the Facebook questions. So go to knowthes71.com, click in the upper right hand corner, ask Jeff, and hopefully I will do these more often now that I moved into the new office and I have the Liger ready for um, podcast recordings. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope this has been helpful. I try not to make it a NINJA infomercial. That just happens to be uh, people asking me CPA exam questions within the context of the NINJA materials. But anyway, you can send me some more um, non-NINJA questions and I will answer them in a feature edition of the podcast. Be good everyone, take care, and I will talk to you soon.